Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. Listen, this is what I want to tell you. Right now, the last episode I talked about, I talked about politics and everything, but right now I'm going to talk about music. I'm going to let you introduce someone because I'm going to get someone in real quickly just for a few seconds. He's going to introduce himself and where you can find him. The reason I want you in, where I'm introducing him because I want you to follow him on social media because I'm going to tell you right now, you need to follow him now because once he blows up, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be wishing that you should have followed him because his music is timeless, classic, and his music bridges all boundaries. His music sees no color. His music is gender neutral, and, and he is a person that when he sings, he sings from the heart, and he sings music that everyone can listen to, doesn't matter whether you're in the LBGTQ, I think that's it. And, and if you're straight or whatever, you will love his music. He makes love music. Music that if you're trying to make a baby, that's his music. If you're trying to... If you're like, you know, one of those people that you just need a love song, he got a love song for you. You think of Baby Luther? This is Baby Luther. Luther Vandross was like just like him. Singing from the heart. Now, he's, I'm going to let him introduce himself. And he's going to tell you everything about him and where you can find him on social media. And if you're lucky, he might divulge something personal about him. Maybe introduce his love of his life. You never know. So I'm letting him introduce himself because I'm just now meeting him. When I first heard his song, I was like, J. Cole? Wow. (laughs) Ain't got nothing on him. Shalimar, the group, got nothing on him. I'm more old school type of head, so, but this guy right here is just going to bridge boundaries. So, I'm going to let him introduce himself, and he's going to tell you a little bit about his music and where you can find him on social media. And and if you want to hit him up and if you want him to sing at, like, certain parties and stuff, if you got, like, certain gatherings or whatever you want him to sing for, he can do it for you. I'm going to let him do that all to himself. Here you go. Here. Yeah, let me get these here. There you go. <clears throat> hey guys, what's up? Um, so what is your stage name? My stage name is Ilya. Ilya is my middle name, which has been given to me. So we just use your middle name. Um, so, so we'll know that. Is, that. is that how they find you on social media by using your middle name? Yeah. Or is uh, it your full my name? My social media is uh, Ilya the artist. Um, Elliot came out of nowhere um, in my life because, I don't know, like, Elliot just really clicks with me, and I don't really see myself having another name for my statement. It just, I look like him, in my, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, Elliot is um, a name from my Samoan culture, which I've been raised in. Um, I thought it was Poppy, but, you know... Um, But yeah, um, music has been there for me since uh, I can remember. I started actually noticing I could sing at the age of eight. Um, Growing up in uh, my family, I've been surrounded by a lot of musical people. Um, Church um, kind of really influenced me to want music in a more of a personal form of my career. 
excel in that form of music so people can understand and know um, my story. I don't really do it just for the money. I do it for people to understand my story, where I come from, and, and how I want to excel in life itself. I think that music is very scary in the industry, but also it's very doable if you focus and do it. Dreams is not easy to... So what do you think about the play for lay um, symbol? That's where in Hollywood, well, in the music industry, um, record labels will say, hey, I want you to sign this contract, but this contract says you got to give me four albums, but I get 90% and you get only 10%, but I'll make you famous. No, it's not worth it. When it yeah. It's not worth it when your music and your authenticity is held on the line. You yeah. can't rush music. You can't rush. Yeah. Because that's like some artists, like a great artist I once, like a great artist, Ice-T, the rap artist. He said there's pimps and there's hoes. In the music industry, the music companies are the pimps because they're pimping you out because you are the product that they're having to push out. And if you're not producing the products that they need, they'll say, okay, you got a hit album. We need another hit album. You got a number one hit single. Your EP is great. We love you. Yes, yes. You got all these yes people. But then they look at you and they go, in the music industry, they go, but you need another hit. Do what you did the last record. Get us another Grammy. Get us this. And then if your album doesn't sell, because, you know, in the music industry, they say you make seven cents per album being sold. So if you sold a million albums, you get seven cents per album, so that's 700 grand. Out of a million, that's 70,000. Out of a million, that's 70,000. Mm-hmm. Out of that 70,000, your manager gets 10%. The record label gets the money they gave you, you know, like the royalty, upfront money. What they call it, give you a little money here. Let me give you some money to pay your bills. Let me give you some money for your boyfriend so your partner can have a, keep his car running. That's what they do. And then by the time you get done with all of that, the record label says, you get done paying out everybody else, you end up with maybe like $1,000. That's what happened with um, TLC. They went bankrupt. And they had the number one hit song. And they went bankrupt. Yeah, that, that album. They went number one and they went broke. Um, what's that? They didn't um, read their papers. No they, no, they read the contracts. But here's what the problem was. They forgot one thing. While they were in the contract, um, Pebbles gave them a brand new car. Pebbles gave them money to live off of, money to eat. Every time they went to a restaurant, Pebbles was like, I got this. Didn't realize that whatever Pebbles spent, it was an IOU. Now you owe me. Pebbles charged him double. So if, it, if the meal cost $20, she charged him $40. It was like that. Yeah. That's what but you know what? But see, you have a good manager. See, now that your now that your partner is your manager, yeah. he can and he can get demanding ten percent. So that, and I just want you to know about that. Ask him what does he feel about you being in the music industry. How does he feel? Yeah, babe. How do you feel? How do you feel with me um, excelling in this music career? I've never asked you that actually. Um, 
I think that me as your partner or your best friend, I would never hold you back and I would never stop you from doing what you want to do. And if if your if music is what you want to do and what you want to pursue and you get the opportunity to do that, then I think that's something that's great and I'm the one to hold you back. Like I, I think not as your boyfriend, but as your friend and as your best friend, I would definitely never hold you back. And I'm sure there'd be some compromises that would need to be made in the future obviously but especially if we're going to be together and you're going to be doing your thing but definitely compromises have to be made but it's definitely not something that would that would be a problem you know what i mean i feel like people so like if the record like here's a good example say that say the record label says to the artist and go um he can't be your manager anymore we'll say you're the manager Mm -hmm. let's say you're his personal manager he can't be the manager. We have our own manager for you. Now, would you would you sit there and go yes, or would you fight and go? Uh, I don't. I, or, 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 or would you do us? Would you do a, a Celine Dion? A Celine Dion. A Celine Dion. Um, <laughs> Renee, her her late um, her late husband Renee. Uh-huh. When the record when Warner Brothers told Celine to get rid of Renee. Because they got their own manager, he got on one knee and he proposed and married her. But he knew Celine, he knew Celine when she was 12 years old. That's how long he knew her since she was 12. That's how long he's been our manager. And then all of a sudden, the money's leaving because Warner said we're going to give you a new manager. So he married her. So in that sense of. That, would y'all already be married at the time or would you be like, okay, it's okay. I'll stand in the background. I'll support you. I got your back. You go do you. I got you. I got the front. You know, I got the house already waiting on you. You go do this. You go make that money. Well, I'm not no housewife one because uh, I would yeah. Because he has very, his own goals and aspirations. Um, the thing is, like, I mean, what I'm if, saying, if but I, I mean, you'd be in the background supporting yeah, him. Like, the thing is, like, if there's somebody who can do the job better and like help him build his career a little better, then yeah, definitely. Um, but, but what if he? What if he? What if he only trusts one person? That's you, because everybody else around. Like here's an example. Everybody around him is saying yes, but not everybody is telling him the telling him the truth. Like okay, like everybody will say, "Oh, I love that song. Great song. That's gonna be a hit song." But you go, "Babe, uh, hey, I really don't like that song. I really don't like the song. The reason why I don't like the song because it doesn't resonate with me." But I tell you what. Let me let, let me let me let my family listen to it and see if it resonates with them. Mm-hmm. Let me let me send it to my friends and you put it out there and they go and come back and go, yeah, they didn't like it either, but the record company likes it. So it's kind of like, who do you listen to? Do you listen to the person that's being honest? Because you, like a good thing, like a good example, um, Taylor Swift, she has a circle of her. She called a girl squad, and in her girl squad are people. She said these people that she have in her girl squad are people that tell her the truth. They don't lie to her, because she said that's why they're her friends. They don't lie to her, they just honestly blunt. If they say, I don't like that song, she she honestly don't sing it. Even though the record label says we love this song, she will not sing it. Well, regardless, I feel like Marcos is already entitled to his opinion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like he... If you ask even him. Yeah, like, naturally, Marcos is very... So like, like so if, you'll get the like you'll get the real. To, like if I were to ask him for an opinion of my music, 
He'd give me my opinion. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so saying, so you, he will keep it real with you. Yeah. He'll yeah, keep it 100. He'll keep it 100. You'll keep it 100 with Yeah, like if you ask me your opinion, I'm going to be... Honest, he doesn't like now. sugarcoat. Like, if you don't like it, then tough, that's your tough, fault. Tough daddy. You yeah. asked me for yeah. it. Right. You asked me for an opinion. Right. Now, if you're asking me to lie to you, then that's different. Yeah. You're asking me for my honest opinion. And if that's what you're asking, that's what I'm going to give you. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, it, it, was, it was good. Yeah. When I knew, mm. really, I'm going to be like, hey, actually, you know what? I don't like it. I don't like how, you know, you're perfect. Now, do you think, now you think that should he, now here's a question, do you think that he should sing, um, what do you think about him singing a, a, a song, an island song? Like, sing a normal song, like write a song, but it, but sing it in Samoan. Well, his culture. I, I think, okay, so I already think that um, his music in, in general is already very creative and uh, I use the word very colorful. In no, but I mean, would his, you want, I mean, if he asked you, he said, what do you think about me or singing a song that I wrote in Samoan? No, I think that'd be great because again, it goes back to the whole thing of um, his music and, and his, his, voice. his voices being very colorful. Like yeah, he experiments a lot with like different sounds and, and like, like EDMs, uh, like and di- stuff. yeah, like different things. Like it, it, it's not like a like a one track thing. It, he experiments with all kinds of things. He likes gypsy vibes and he likes he likes a little bit of everything, Samoan and Latino vibes, and and he's, he introduces a little bit of everything into his music. So I feel like that would honestly be really good because I mean he's also Samoan and he could now what if he did a Spanish song see we're working well, he's like a, like working a love ballad yeah I've actually like wanted to do, do a love ballad yeah yeah cause I think you know doing a Spanish song will be like ooh you hitting that song going to be a boy you know you might be like a look you might be another Selena I've actually was gonna like you ask you that be like another Selena you know cause that's one thing about Selena everybody loves her you know, it's a weird part. Everybody loves Selena, but don't know the real truth of because they seen the movie. I think they know her. No, the reality was she really didn't know no Spanish. She her very first albums were all English because when she hear her mira, talking, como la flor. no, her very <laughs> no, her so very first album, her very first underground music when she was singing, it was Selena, Selena El Los Dinos. You hear her singing when she's singing in Spanish. It was like Spanish. It was Spanish, but it was like English, more of like a white person was singing. Huh. In the very beginning, because she was learning Spanish from her dad. Every other Caucasian artist. Yeah. <laughs> except for, except for Christine Aguilera. Now, she actually is Latin, and so she can get away with the people like, well, she white. Like, no, she, her name, Christine Aguilera. Mm-hmm. She's Latin. Hello, you know, you might be the next, you know, Ricky Martin. What do you think, you know? <laughs> You know, <laughs> I like Ricky Martin. You know, because he's from he's from Utuado. Yeah, well, he's from Utuado, Puerto Very Rico. disappointed when she was. She's like, oh, he's gay. Yeah, no, it gay. wasn't. No, it, <laughs> you know why he became. You know why he was it, because of what happened. You know, he proposed. He went on national TV. That would make any guy go like, I'm gay. He was I don't know my guy. Like... <laughs> no, he was on tele, he was on Univision and Telemundo. And the reporter was a well-known, respected journalist. They've been dating for him, like five years. He goes on TV and he says, "Will you marry me?" Ringing everything, got on one knee and she said no. On live TV. Now you're on Guapa America, Telemundo, Univision. He said Telemundo. Guapa <laughs> oh, America and Telemundo Wapa. and Univision. I have it on my phone. People think it's weird. Like, why do you have that? Because I, I have like about almost 400 apps on my phone. I got 256 gigs. I got almost 400 apps. And there's still not enough apps on my phone. I need more. 
Because yeah. I hate... Oh, well, I, I have a love-hate with Apple. Yeah. I hate the idea that every app that I get, I got to pay an arm and a leg and a thigh. It's so expensive. I hate that I got to pay for ringtones when I should get my ringtones for free. You still pay for ringtones? I don't even think I've had to use a ringtone in a long time. No, I don't I, even. I, I don't even. I don't even have my phone like on anything. No, seriously. All I do <laughs> I is have just have my ringtones. And you know what? And that's when I want to talk to people when I don't have it on on silent. I'm yeah. Like, nope. No thanks. No. Not like, today. Like, 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 not today. Not today, not today message, everybody. <laughs> not today, like, like for text no. message, I have tubular from the, the Exorcist. Take the wheel. I have the tubular theme song from the Exorcist. Oh. Okay. I have that as my text message, so I know the difference. So if you're text messaging me, I know that's my tube. Oh, so you know who you don't want to talk to then. Because. <laughs> that's right. what you're saying. That's got it. And got then it, for, got my it. Ringtone, <laughs> have, for my ringtone, I have the Marine Corps hymn. Which I like the Marine Corps. And then I have Show Me the Way by um, the Sticks. I like the Sticks. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you know I, the you Sticks sing, perform You should sing a song by the so Sticks. Much. The Sticks perform at Agua Caliente so much. You should sing, you should sing Babe. I'm, the sticks. I'm good. No, you know why? You know why I like the sticks? Cause the lead, the lead singer was a keyboardist. Mm-hmm. Or, or sing that song by the family. No, sing that song by the band. I'm, I don't know the band. No, it's just no. That's the name of the song. That's the name of the group. I don't know the sticks. I don't know the band. No, no, no. The name of the ba- name of the group is called the band. I understand that, but yeah. I don't know their. <laughs> no, you no. Of course, you don't know their music. I said you have to look it up. Right. It's but... old old seventies music. That's all that is. Yeah. yeah. I like the white snakes. I do like white snakes. White snakes. I do yeah, like white snakes. snakes. You know, you know some, you know some rock artists. You never hear them. You know, you know, some rock and roll, some classic rock artists never do interviews. Fuck you! I heard you. <laughs> yeah, some of them never do interviews. Some rock artists, ne- some rock artists never see do interviews. It's because see how he talks to me, guys. Now, is that is that a good is that a good thing? I don't think it's healthier. <laughs> It's it, it, yeah no yeah. it's very unhealthy obviously very unhealthy. Yeah. okay so what okay so what do you say so to a obviously person? he's very hurt on the inside <laughs> so what do you say to a person who's who's okay what do you say to a person who's looking for love but they're trying to find their, okay someone says I had a person ask me I'm looking for my soulmate you don't look for a soulmate it so just, what do you do do you do you write a list or what do you do do you make a list or what. You you know what honestly like things just happen so naturally and influence. Uh, I, I influence and I feel like for the most part so what do you um, alright here's us as humans like, us as humans like we strive to look for something that we don't have we as humans and as we psychologically speaking we need to feel comfort and security and most of that we find in a love pattern or where do you a love or love? a significant other well, so where right. do you find love but you where don't you? you don't find it it just it, hap- it, it happens no it, it just it just happens it, love just naturally occurs like and with no force with no force yeah it just it just happens I don't feel like Okay, we'll we'll use an example. I know this. I know this. Uh, there's this. Um, I'm it wait, wait. I want to let him talk for a little bit. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna talking. give you an example because I want him to answer this. Okay. I know this person. Because I'm interested. <laughs> I, know person, I know this person who just goes with life, but can never find love. That's what I was saying. I know this person. That's why I was asking you. That's why I was curious. I know this person who goes through life, never looks for love. Don't you know? Don't look for. Just live life like. A normal person just live life to the fullest, but can never find love. And her and that person in her mind, she always says, "I'm looking for. I want love," because she puts it out there. She puts the good vibes out there, like I want to find a soulmate, but I'm not looking for a soulmate because I'm looking to do me. 
by achieving my goals. Like she goes to college, she got a degree, she's educated. But the only thing's missing is that one key factor in her life. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like when when you're so when now you're, I want him to answer. Remember, I just want him. But to I have an opinion too. When oh, you yeah. when you're when you're finding when you're on that path of yeah. self yeah. search. Yeah. Oh, definitely, it's gonna come. Like your partner, whoever, whoever that is, it's gonna come. It's gonna come. They're just waiting. And regardless if it it takes years or or months or days, does not matter. It's gonna come, and it's not gonna come on your time. It's gonna come when it comes. Like that's that's how I feel. Now, now that right there, hear what he just said. Nah, you got it. You got yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't plan to me. No, 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 it's not. You know, well, no, I'm no, saying, I'm, well, I'm, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm saying, like, I didn't, didn't plan, plan to, I didn't plan to meet Marcos. But it just I did. happened. It just happened. Like, and I, when it happened, and even it then, like, this yeah, kid did not want me. This kid, let me, let me make this clear. He did not want me. Okay. <laughs> there it is. It's plugged in. He did not, he, his eyes was wandering other places, but like naturally, even though I wasn't like paying attention to him, like we kind of gravitated towards each other without force. Like I gravitated towards him, he gravitated towards me, but then we pulled back and then we pulled forward. It was like without force. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like I was forcing myself in his life. It kind of just morphed. Yeah. Into something that is, and this is where like you were saying like um, like at that time like I was not ready. Mm-hmm. I knew that if we tried anything, it was just not going to work at all, and I was not ready, and I wasn't looking for anything. So it was like that, like that episode in Pose, um, you know that one episode where he wasn't looking for love. Remember he went on that date and he wasn't. If you, if you watch Pose, if you watch Pose, it was an episode. He's never Pose. watched Pose. I've never. Uh, yeah. Sorry, but I don't even. I barely watch TV. Um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. there was an episode of Pose where this, this guy he was in the house of um, Evangelista, and he was he wanted to, he wasn't looking for love. He just went out on a date, but then all of a sudden something just happened. Right. Where Wait, hold on. Magic. I wanna, I wanna like let him talk for a few. Yeah. Because I wanna hear his side of um, this wonderful story. <laughs> Just let him talk for um, a few. Just let, let him at talk. the time, I wasn't ready, and I knew I wasn't ready. And um, and honestly, for a few times, I'm like, no, like this is the guy I should be with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, I don't know. Um, but I knew person. I asked myself, like, am I really ready to get into a relationship? I had been into a relationship prior to that for a very long time, someone who I had been for a very, very long time with. So it's not easy to just start from scratch or start over, you know what I mean? Um, and time does wound all, he- you know, heal all wounds or whatever the expression goes. But at the time, I promised myself that I was going to give myself a year before I even started to look for somebody else or I even attempted that kind of connection or that kind of intimate connection with somebody else. That's what I gave myself. And I told myself I was going to give myself a year. Yeah, okay, so that year was used to party and drink with friends and, you know what I mean, and learn from my mistakes and whatever it was. But but I gave myself that year. I gave myself that year to let me do me and to realize what I wanted. You know what I mean? And yeah. so And so, yeah, like I was, yeah, I gave you a hard time, you know, for quite a while, but... I can honestly say I was honestly very, very honest from the get-go. I never lied. I never said anything that wasn't untruth. And I, I always told him, like, hey, you know what? I'm not ready. Like, I'm not ready. I don't want anything. 
Like, I, I'm not ready for nothing. Like, you know what? Like, I'm still trying to heal from whatever it was that I had. Heal you from the past. Yeah, you know Things what I mean? Things that happened in the past that yeah. unforeseen. Yeah, because I, yeah. I don't want to go into a new relationship. Or, bringing baggage. And bringing baggage. Or, bringing a huge luggage. And, you're, yeah. like, and, then he, and then that person has to deal with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going to go in there, I'm going to go into a relationship with... Uh, a clean slate. Yeah, a clean slate. And I'm going to go in there knowing that I'm ready for this. And I want this. And knowingly that I'm going to treat this person amazing and we're going to be good together and whatever happens in the future like we're going to communicate and this is where communication comes in and honesty comes in and not only did yeah we it was a lot of time that I didn't want to have nothing to do with anyone or with my significant other now you know what I mean but it's a me time yeah but I can honestly say me knowing that I needed time to heal gave us that time to be really good friends and that is a structure that a lot of people don't have in relationships they don't know how to be friends first and build that that structure that elevates to more than just that right. like we got to know each other on on much deeper level than just oh you know you seem like a really good guy and and you would be great to be a boyfriend and then we got together it wasn't like that like we went through a lot of things as friends first before we even initiated a more romantic and more, you know, like personal, Trials in, and in, yeah, yeah, you know, a more intimate relationship. Which I know that in the past, if we did that, we would have like crashed and burned, and probably not even been friends, because that's what happens in most yeah. relationships, especially in our age. You know what I mean? We're so immature. <laughs> and so, You'd rather be like, I'd rather make sure I have a friendship, so if something happens, we're still friends. I yeah. don't want to be, you know. Where it's like it's over, it's done. I don't, you know, it's like especially in this age where social in this, media, in social media, and uh, the gay scene is very aggressive with um, with dating in general. Yeah. It's, it's I never, noticed like the gay world is like I'm gonna be honest, it's never faithful. I noticed about like, that I because at be, the casino, it's like yeah, that, like it's you know, men. Know, men yeah. are naturally hunters. Oh, I've seen that at the casino. There was a couple that come in. I mean, they're always coming in. Him and his mm-hmm. partner. And one day they both came in. They were going to a they were going to a gala, so they were well well dressed. Another group of guys came in, and all of a sudden, one got more looks than the other. And and I just looked at and they were standing there. I'm like, I said, Mesh. Um, I said, here's a question. <laughs> Does he, does he sleep in the same bed you sleep in? He said, yes. Then don't trip on it. Just remember, don't trip. You got the perfect person because guess what? Be flattered that people are looking at him. That's all you got to do. He wasn't thinking like that because he was about to go and say something, you know, about to give them the ABCs and read them or whatever because he was getting all heated. I'm like, don't get heated. Be flattered. Yeah, I don't get, don't well, be heated. Would you get mad? Now, would he you does. get he mad? Does. If he does. He I'm, does. I'm going to be he honest. I have, really I'm not perfect. I have my fair share of insecurities. Because that's mine, and what's mine is mine. Um, oh, you're more like a Jamaican. I'm, I'm very... I have my obsessive moments, but yeah. I'm human. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm working on it. But at the end of the day... Um, oh, yeah. This guy is not going anywhere, so... And I'm not changing the way I am. I'm, yeah, I, I am social. I, I am very social. I And he doesn't not, ask me to do that. But, like, I'm saying, like... I'm I'm very social and it's really good that he kind of understands that yeah I'm not I'm not asking you to change no I know baby I I honestly love that about you you're very you're such a exuberant
that's why I get so insecure. I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be admitting my insecurities. I know. I mean, in my insecurities of that, I'm not insecure about you, I'm insecure about other people around you. But that at the same time, I have to let you fight. Let's let you fucking do your thing. Because at the same time, I can't keep you in a fucking box. Because let's be real. Um, if I did that, you'd fucking leave me with a Let's be honest. <laughs> so, that depends. That also depends on how much how much love he has for you. Yeah, and it's also compliments because it's yeah. like I I'm very social as well, and I I can be that. But there comes to a point where I I kind of tone it down because I know that if if I'm too social or venture out, people get the wrong idea, and I don't want to put myself in that position where yeah. I flirt. Or like it seems like I'm flirting, but I'm really not. That's like and, um, and guys, yeah. wait, hold on. And guys flirt with me at the same time, and unwantingly wanting to flirt, and then you get the wrong idea, and then it comes a mess. And then we'll fire up on both of them. Exactly. And so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then y'all like, firing all and all and all, no. all six cylinders because y'all y'all revved up and yeah, ramped like the, up with. Yeah. I'd hate putting myself in that position because it's like it's it's. It's not needed. Like, no. I that's why I just let you do your thing. Like I don't even want to look at you when I go out because then I'm gonna get insecure. But then baby, like you also have to understand, like, I'm very social and every time we go out, I know at least a good handful of people wherever we're at. Yeah, of course. And so the bartenders, whatever, whoever it is, like I I just naturally like talking to people. I like making connections. I like that's like you know, not even friends, even acquaintances for the most part. But I I know that when I go out, even if I go by myself, I'm gonna know somebody, and and I have friends, and I I can right. And I I don't bag you for that. What I'm saying is that people mistake your kindness for flirtiness because you're naturally a bright spirit. And I'm not even gonna lie. Like I've seen it firsthand from another standing back point of view and that's where my insecurities come in which is um not i'm not i'm not using that as an excuse but what i'm saying is that when i am out with you it's okay for you to venture out and make your friends that's cool but make sure that i'm good just how I'm making sure you're good. Yeah. Do the. No, no, you know what y'all should do? Y'all should do the. Y'all should do the Will and Jada Pinkett Smith rule. And <laughs> you know why? Because I watch Table Talk, and Will and Jada said this when they go out. Here's what they do: before they go into the club, whatever club they go into, your your Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm Will Smith. Okay. That's what they say to each other. When they go into the club, Jada goes to one. Jada does her thing. Will does his thing. Whatever happens, you know what I mean? Like, far as people doing it, you know, because Will gets a lot of, you know, he's famous. And Jada's famous, so she gets a lot of, you know, people. He doesn't trip on whatever happens. Just at the end of the night, he'll come over and he'll go, babe. you go, babe, hun, ready to go? She'll be like, I'm ready to go. And she could be in a group of guys, and she'll be like, it's nice talking to you. Gotta go. And they just leave, and they go home. And nothing happens. She knows, because she knows that's Will, because Will's outgoing, and he has to build his fan base, trying to build his brand. And she's trying to build her brand, because she has her table talk, and he has his podcast and his YouTube channel. And he's trying to build himself. So she knows, and that's what they do when they go out. So y'all two should do, y'all two should be like, 
when y'all go out, y'all go and do y'all thing. And then at the end of the night, what do y'all come together and go, hey, I'm re- you ready to go? And he'll be like, y'all already have it pre-planned and pre-talked about. Be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And then you just leave. Be like, oh, hey, by the way, thank you. Oh, hey, before you go, this is this is my this is this is my this is my life partner, my husband, my fiance. If you didn't know he's my fiance, well, he is, and he will be. Just he doesn't know it right yet. You know, be like, you know, throw, throw stuff like that. All <laughs> oh, the extras. You know, because you know, if you put it out there. I'm married with three kids. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Be like, I got, like, like married three kids, and I got a dad uh, bod, you know. Mercedes and candy or some weird yeah. name. You just put it out there. But that's not, because, you know, because whenever Will and Jada go to clubs, people thought they were swingers. Will, Will and Jada said, they said it on table talk. They said, no, we're not swingers. I don't know where that rumor came from. They think that when we go to the club, we're supposed to be together. Like this. You know. Mess. Now, if y'all yeah. went to the club and y'all were like this, everywhere you went, what would happen? We y'all wouldn't have a good time. Because you know why? Yeah. Because you couldn't talk to your friends, you couldn't talk to your friends, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that, and you couldn't, you couldn't do anything. Because yeah. you could be sitting there and say, hey, get up on stage, but he's like this. Or, hey, I want you to come and do something, and you can't because you're like this. So y'all just separate. You know, that's how it is. Yeah. You know, I like him do his thing. Yeah, when we go to the club, like, we definitely separate. Like, yeah. I will introduce each other to our friends or whatever. You know, I'd be like, you know. And I'm good, like, and I, I'll be out, and I'll, I'll look around and see if he's there. Like, okay, it's good. You know, you see, you know, you know. I honestly don't feel like I have to worry. Like, I, I go out. So okay, so when you go to the club, how do you introduce? Okay, let's see. Here's an example. When you go to the club, how do you introduce him? Like, say for instance, I'm like, like I'm okay. We're good. I'm one of your best friends that I haven't seen you in over ten years. Like, I'm your best man. I haven't seen you over ten years, and I just bumped into you. (gasps) What's up, dog? What's up? (laughs) Now you gotta introduce him. Yeah, like, oh hey, this is my boyfriend, Uh, and then I introduce him by name. Like, hey, this is him. Him, this is you, and. Nah. You know what I would do? Here's what I would have said. I would have went like this. And if I ever met, hey, what's up? You know, I would have met you. You would have been like me introducing me. would be like, hey, what's up? How's it been? How, how you been? Good. I've been good. good. I'm oh, good. Oh, let me tell you something. Good? Good, man. Oh, hey, by the way, this is my, this is my, this is my boyfriend, my best friend, the love of my <laughs> life. Oh. This is the person that I'm going to marry one day, but not right now. Sorry, not right now That's because we're working in progress. <laughs> and this person right here That's is the one that can lead. This person is gonna complete me. When I wake up in the morning, this is who I wake up with. I just want to introduce this is boom 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 boom. And that's how I would say it. You know why? That's the love of my life. Uh, what if this ass is like, who said I want to spend the rest of my life with you? What if you said that like, oh, Okay, so we're having a talk. I just do yeah. that. You know, you know what? what? I do what that. What if he was like, you know what? Now. What if I don't want to spend the rest of my life with you? Like, oh shit. <laughs> Never thought about it that way, huh? <laughs> no, I do that because you know why? You know why I do that when you put it out there like that? You're locking it down so that everybody around, and I do it loud enough so everybody around hears it, because what happens? All the people that are looking going, because they want what? You know, here, you ever notice this? This is, this is what really happens. When you, before you started dating, how many people started talking to you before you got into in a relationship? How many people came to you on a daily basis? For what? what, you, what no, you I mean, just start <laughs> talking to you, like asking you, like just saying oh hi, hey. On a daily basis. <laughs> like for what? I, no, like, like oh, okay. No. Here, I, I, <laughs> Not here I word it differently. Okay. Yeah, I was like, before you got, it? before you got, before you got with, before you had your, before you got locked in uh-huh. and got into a relationship, how many people on a daily basis just out of out of random blue just started talking to you? I don't know, not very often. I mean, now, as soon as you got with someone, how many people started coming out of the woodworks? 
Um, a few. You probably, know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Too. But people that you would be like, where were you when I, you know, in your mind, you're like, in your head, you're like, where were you when I was single? You know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. There's, what a, there's, an old, <laughs> there's an old saying, and it always, and it's true. As soon as you get with someone, people come out of the woodwork. So you'd be like, "Well, you want what you can't have." You yes, know, that's only natural. And you know, and, but you natural. know what the catch is? Yeah. People will come out of the woodwork that you'll never expect. You'd be like, "Oh, oh, you now you're talking to me," or, or be at, or like you're at work, and people <laughs> that don't talk to you be talking to you, and you'd be like. Cause like I'm at work, like I know when I'm at work, I'm I'm very open. I can sit there and I can talk to anybody. I don't care. To me, I have this rule of thumb. People always say I don't see color. Well, you know, I don't see color. I mean, I'm colorblind. I mean, I'm colorblind. The only color I see is money green. <laughs> money green. <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that. I mean, so I, so if I see a person that's um, if I see a person that's in the LGBTQ, don't bother me. You know, I'll sit there and have a conversation with them. I'll shake their hand. If a person who's sitting there with HIV positive, I'll give that person a hug. And I'll even give them a hug and high five and everything. The reason being is because I don't care. I just don't care because, you know, people are people. And people think that's weird that I don't see that. They say, you know, he got AIDS. I don't care. He's a person. Because that's just me. People still say that. Yeah. It's some people. It's just weird. You know, you got got these people. It's millennials. You got got people that are kind of, what do you call it? It's like back in the 80s. Yes. Like, y'all so stuck <laughs> in the 80s. Your brains are fried. Oh, yeah. Oh, yo, here's a story you probably don't even know. Do you know the day that he was born, it was payday? For me? For Literally, me. it was. What? He was supposed to come. He was supposed to be a December. He was supposed to be a January baby. I was supposed to be Capricorn. Yeah, but he came out in January. How dare you? He came, come yes. out of the womb. Yeah. He came out early. <laughs> he came right out in January. He came out in December 15th. Real early. He wanted to be, he wanted to come out in January, he's supposed to be January the, January the 5th, that's when he's supposed to come, oh. his due date. When's your birthday? November the 13th. Oh, I'm October 30th, 24th. Oh, you're Scorpio. Yeah, I am Scorpio, yeah. But you're also, um, if you follow the, um, do you follow a Fuchsia's, the 13th Zodiac? Uh, I... I'm not really into the, the you know you know if anything I ask him about my zodiac and he'll know it because ah. he's very like into, into astrology into astrology have you had your cards read by him yeah I have actually he did this whole shebang with oh the, I do my I do cards too oh do you really I, that's how I got him into it I, I gave him a deck of cards uh, we I went, gave him my deck oh okay that's cool I, the thing is like when people do tarot huh. when people do tarot I like like when I do tarot if someone is really interested you give them a deck it's called, you know, because you give them a deck. Give them a writer deck. Writer deck is a starter deck. It's a good deck. He's really, when it comes to tarot, he's better than me. And I mean really good. His, I mean, his points are, his tarot card readings are on point. Scares me. That's why I'm kind of hesitant every time I get a reading from him. The last time he did a reading, he told me a few things. Everything he said came to pass. Yeah, he's very He said, when you said, he said things you said about your mom. And you said, you said, I see, he, he told me in my reading that um, I, was going to, I was going to shed blood and I was going to be in a lot of pain and misery dealing with someone close to me. Yeah. And he said that I'm going to be losing a lot of my, mon- a lot of finances. All that came to pass. I wrote it all down what he said. After he did my reading, I wrote everything down. I went down paper, wrote it down, and that stuck in my wallet. And then all of a sudden I started checking things off. What the hell? He's telling the truth. That's scary. So if I were you, would be kind of leery of getting your readings done by him. Because I'm telling you, he might scare you. Seriously. He'll scare you. 
Because he scared me. He scared me to the point to where I started looking at it and I started going, oh, wow. Everything he said was true. Yeah, so, you know. But the question that everybody wants to know, the question everybody wants to know, when was the first time you actually said, I'm free? When did you finally open the door and step out and said, I am free? Was you like 12 or was you like 13? Was you like 15 when you just finally opened the door and said, I'm free? Are you talking about being gay or coming out? Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, we don't use that word around here. Oh, um... We don't use gay. Gay? <laughs> gay? No, we, no, we you, just say... Wait, we, hold on, we hold on, just hold on. say coming into your own truth. Oh, that's like that. Coming into your own truth. That's yeah, fact, if It's different if you use it in a term of... Insult me. But I, but I, but I, but, but you know, but I just okay. say, but I just gay. say, I just say coming into your own truth because it's kind of because you know, some people take offense, right? Yeah, yeah, you gay know, is gay, you yeah, I know, true. but you, but see, you can word. say it, you can say it, but I just say coming into your own truth because the reason why, because I'm, well, I'm can, just being more respectful, yeah, I know, but regardless, you can say it, right? Well, I'm saying, like, yeah. regardless, like, it's how you the energy that you put yeah. behind the yeah. word. So if you say you're gay, that's fine, yeah, like, like a white person saying the n word, right? But if if you're coming in a term you of... You can say it. I don't want to. Yeah, gay, 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 gay. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. You know what we're talking about. Faggot is right. not okay. Yeah, gay. Yeah, I yeah. know what you're saying. But that's... Now, regardless now, of that word, it, now, it, it, it has a lot of yeah. history. Like, like, yeah. Like my cousin... Like my, like my cousin, Kevin. My cousin Kevin, his cousin Kevin. He's more... What do you call it? Like... There's 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 normal people and there's really outgoing. He's like really outgoing. Kevin Jackson Jr. Little Kevin. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> has he ever told you about his cousin Kevin? No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, Kevin's more. If you saw, if you put them two together, Kevin's more of the wild child compared to him. He's more quiet. He sits back and he's relaxed. But Kevin's more outgoing and really wild child. Yeah. Hmm. When I say wild, I mean. Gay. Put it on steroids. Gay. <laughs> put it on steroids. The reason I know because I he literally put it on Facebook. He said I got a I got a he said I got my. He's own. one of those gays who posts his bold pics on Instagram. Yes, and then he talks about With his underwear. And then he also talks about he's that he's Charles Chatterbait. He said he has his own webcam and stuff. Hook me up on my webcam. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Very open. Okay. Yes. Well. And then he parties. He parties. He's always at a party videos of him at a party some party and stuff he's like well, I'm at this party yo wish you was here see you could be my babe see <laughs> stuff like that you could be my babe <laughs> but that's just him he's more outgoing like that I'll just go since yeah he's no more boy. yeah he's more outgoing like that yeah Kevin's more outgoing like that and he every every now and then he'll he'll, he'll hit me up on Facebook and be like so how's Marquis he's just, he goes so how's your son doing he says how's Marquis doing my cousin I'm like he's good I go he's good is he coming back down this way? I said, probably not. No. You know, I mean, you know, I'm. Where's that at? Missouri. Missouri. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Missouri. Right. He's probably not. Yeah, because, you know, it's just Missouri. Yeah, probably not. And the only time he'll come, the only time he'll probably come down there if it's like on tour. When he's on tour. Huh. When he's on his tour. So he'll probably go there on his tour. <laughs> yeah. My cousin, his cousin, Vicky. She was really proud when I when she I, I, I sent the link of him, you know, doing the video of, oh, of Henry's. Were, they were talking no, about the cousin. Henry, no, no, <laughs> I was no. like, oh, okay. Grandma, oh, it's, well, it's like, or what? grandma, cousin. <laughs> I got 
on my side of the family, he has over 400 cousins. Yeah, the family reunion is like massively huge and stuff, and they don't care. You know, they're all like the family goes like this, and it just re- relatives everywhere. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, a lot of yeah, time they yeah. I'm gonna introduce a new cousin or a new uncle. Every and time. the weird part is, you know, the weird part about our family is that everybody is like relatable, but then you have to like when you when you date someone, you have to kind of ask them, um, "Where are you from?" Because that's what I normally do. I see someone, "Where are you from?" Oh. Are you related to this person or that person? Because I got to make sure you're not relative. It's like asking the gay community who have you not slept with in some way. Or, <laughs> I yeah. mean, not just me. Yeah. Or like, or like, <laughs> like that. But, you, but here's something. <laughs> Sorry that, I bring it back to that, but I'm just saying like it's. Oh it's yeah, funny. but you know, you notice that most, most polys don't, <laughs> most polys don't date polys. They always ask what family member, because a lot of polys, they like, say for instance, <laughs> say for instance, um, you, um, you decide you you have like a, like a, you have like twelve kids, and you decide kids. to have one more, but you can't take care of it. The you third one, I don't want to take care of it. No, I'm saying so you give it to one of your relatives. <laughs> you give it to one of your relatives to raise. Polly's have a lot of kids, oh, and their family's good, and they're really good, and they're loyal. They're really good, and they're and they're and, and it's one thing I can say about Polynesian people. If you if you piss one off, you piss the whole family off. I'd be smacking a lot of ass with my kids. A lot of ass whoopings be going on if I had thirteen. No, not really, because you know why? You know why? You know why they have a lot of kids? Because the adult, the older kids raise the little ones. That's how they do it. That's yeah. how they do it. Yeah. Not really yeah. the way it works in Latino families. You yeah. fuck up with the first one, and then your second one's the second trial, <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to the third. Like, that one's yeah. good. Uh, yeah. True. And we fucked up with you. Let's try again. And then, and then until they get it right, and the baby comes along, you're the right one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, my sister's the right baby. See, she came out a little Asian looking, so I tell my dad that the Sancho snuck into the window. <laughs> told him, I tell him like, you drink too much, see, shouldn't be passed out in the living room. <laughs> or you're joking, say El Chupacabra came in and stuff. No, I just tell about Sancho. <laughs> the other man, the old Chinese man, came into the window yeah. and passed out. And my mom follows along with like, yeah, he was here. <laughs> Makes him mad. I love it. <coughs> like in our side of family, we have, we have, we have, we have the Lat- we have the Latino Hispanic on our side of family. We have Polynesian because it's marquee, and then we have the white side of our family uh, that's on my side, and then we have Native American that's my dad's side of family. People all say you have Hispanic, yeah, we have we have a lot of Latinos in my family because a lot of them are. They're mostly, a lot of them are mostly from Mexico. Like one of my cousins that's, um, he's from the Highlands, Oaxaca. And he's also from, and he also has his, his mother's from Sinaloa. So he's dad. a bean bean. <laughs> yeah. He's a native. He's a bean bean. He's a native. He's a native. He says like this, I'm a native Mexican. I mean, I'm bean, but he's bean bean. Like, <laughs> definitely bean. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna use the restroom. Yeah, he said well, he's a well, native. I process this whole... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. So now, how can people find you on social media? Um, you guys can find me on Aaliyah the Artist on uh, Instagram. Uh, Facebook is Marquee Bell. Um, and yeah, you can find me there. Um, like, comment. My YouTube is Marquee Aaliyah Bell. Like, subscribe to all of those. Now, what if they want to make a donation to help further your music career? Um, I don't have that set up yet. You don't have Patreon or nothing like that yet? It will 
You don't have no cash app set up yet? No, I don't have the cash app set up. I'm still starting out. Very first thing new, so I'm currently on a, a, a road of um, stepping stones. So right now I'm in the current mode. What about Holonis? Are you on Holonis? Holonis, unfortunately not. But you, my, you will be eventually. I will be eventually. Um, but yeah, you reach me there. And I will fall back. But unfortunately, I have to cut this short because my boyfriend is retired and so am I. Um, but we need to continue this uh, in future times. Um, we'll join you in the next interview. Alright, so we are done. And this is JR with I Got Your Six Podcast. Gotta go, and I gotta go pay the bills, you know. So, remember this. Godspeed, and always remember this. Rich people, poor people. Poor people act rich. Rich people act poor. What does that mean? Rich people act poor because in order for them to stay wealthy, they, they nickel and dime themselves. Poor people act rich is remember tax time. You ever notice how some people on tax time, what do they do? They go buy that big flat screen, and then about a week later, what are they doing? They're back there returning it because they don't have any money. So just remember that. Yes. And they're always doing stuff like that. So remember this. If you want to be successful, you want to have that ultimate dream, remember one thing. He who dreams, he who dreams it conceives it. So if you believe it strong enough, you can achieve it. So don't let no one tell you no. If someone tells you you're not successful, you can't sing, tell them one day I will be. Don't say one day, say I am already a singer. See, right now, I am a I am an Oscar, Grammy, of one. And guess what? I nominate me. Me, myself, and I are nominated. And guess what? I just won. So tell yourself that. Be true to yourself. Be blessful. And remember one thing. If you want to get a hold of JR, if you want to get a hold of Marquis, you can also hit me up on my podcast email, which is Bart, B-A-R-T, S-E-E at protonmail.ch. You can hit me up there if you want to have some comments or questions for him, or if you just want to talk to them, you want to give a message, I will forward it over to him so that he can respond to you so just hit me up if you want to donate i do have cryptocurrency you can hit me up on my thing ask me for my crypto address i do take donations in bitcoins as well as ethereum ripples and as well as bats so gotta go gotta pay some bills all right talk to you later